Welcome to Earth's Weeniest Heroes. I'm Destiny, joined by my co-host Matt, and today on Earth we're talking about She-Hulk! All the episodes! We're back! <laughs> we're back every single episode. Uh, I'm glad to be back. What about you, Des? <laughs> I am really glad to be back. I feel like I haven't sat at my desk in forever, <laughs> so it's <laughs> a little, you know, I'm like, whoa, I forgot how to, like, talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're still with us, we appreciate the follow still. Uh, we appreciate all of our uh, friends, family, um, listeners to come back with us. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are Des and Matt. We love Marvel. And life gets in the way and we don't get a chance to record as much as we are. But here we are. We are talking about all nine episodes of She-Hulk. Amazing. This Amazing. (laughs) Watching She-Hulk just really, I don't know, it like lit a fire under me, you know. It was so good. I could not wait to just sit down and talk about it. Well, with that being said, let's not hold back. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Do let's do a, a few seconds of uh, just non-spoilers. What you got, and then we are diving headfirst into spoilers because there is a lot to cover. So, what did you think of <sighs> She-Hulk's nine Ooh. episodes? So, non-spoilers. I guess I say this every time, but just because it's true every time. The way that they shot this was just so good. Like it felt like mini, mm-hmm. like mini movies, like a mini series, which I guess it is a mini series, right? Technically, you know, but like it felt like a like little tiny movie bits. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I don't know. It's just so high quality. It's you know, it can be argued. Maybe some people don't like the writing, but. I personally liked it. I I don't know. I thought it was fun. It was it wasn't taking itself too seriously. I think that's what I yep. liked about it. I 100% agree. I think the writing for me hit um way more than it missed. Mm-hmm. Um I loved the structure of the episodes and we can get into that a little bit in a, a minute. Um the character of She-Hulk was such a good character and like doing the research after the fact and seeing like how true do they were to the comics um, really like excites me uh, for the world of the MCU that Kevin Feige is creating and just yeah. how much, how passionate he is and how mm-hmm. passionate these writers are and these directors are. And I feel like that comes through and this show again, the exact same thing, just like all the other ones we talk about, it just keeps coming through over and over and over again in all these projects that, these people actually care about the the you know the product that they're making and that yeah. they're representing from the comic books. For sure. I think that's what a lot of people argue about too. They say like, oh, these people, you know, these CEOs, they just, you know, want the money and stuff. But it's like some of them actually care a little bit, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And you can and tell I, I think- you can tell when you're watching or, you know, absorbing the media that they create or put out, you know, it's not like it's half you know half baked or half cocked or anything like that right i think the other thing with that is like there obviously are people that are at the top that are about making money but having someone like kevin feige oh for sure of course he's making money like he's making bank um yeah but it's like it's genuinely seems like he was a comic kid and he loves comics and will do just about anything it seems like to tell a good story and Again, She-Hulk is another example of that, I feel like. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. 
But with that being said, this is your last warning. If you're like, wait, what is this podcast that just popped up on my feed? (laughs) Please, if you haven't seen She-Hulk, stop what you're doing. It's only nine episodes, uh, less than 30 minutes of pop. So, you know, a light Saturday afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, they're like bite-sized. They're fun-sized. Exactly. Uh, So go watch it. Come back. We'll be right here. But I think we're ready. Let's just jump on into spoilers. All right. Spoilers. Destiny. I, I I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Honestly, with all I this. was going to ask you, I don't even know <laughs> where to begin with this show because what? <laughs> so I've got a, a list of like things, like questions that we can go over um, because there were so many episodes. I don't really want to spend the time going episode by episode, um, but we'll just try and hit as many as we can of what's going on. First, I do want to start. The episodes were, like we said, 30 minutes. Um, it's a legal drama. Or mm-hmm. not a legal comedy, I guess you would call it. What yeah. do we think about the episode length? And but then also the tone, because like we said, it did go a more comedic route. So like what did you think about that? So honestly, I felt like it was easier for me to follow. Like instead of you know how some people watch, you know, these Marvel shows or any shows in general and they like psychoanalyze and hyperanalyze every single thing they see on screen. Like, uh-huh. When I was watching She-Hulk, I would just, you know, sit on the couch with my canes and absorb (laughs) it. And it was just, it was easy to just, you know, I could be doing something but still be getting the story because Mm -hmm. you hear something funny and you're like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Why did I just hear a joke that was actually, that made me giggle? What? (laughs) I I definitely agree with that. But I also feel like the opposite. I feel like they had so many little cameos and mm -hmm. things in the background that it was Which the I best definitely of both probably worlds. missed too. <laughs> I will say I probably missed little things in the background because I was just knee deep in my chicken. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but even still, the show is still good, and I think, like you said, that helps when they're still trying to apply to. This isn't just for the MCU audience. This is mm-hmm. still for anybody to watch the show. I've got people that might not be into the MCU as much, the superhero aspect, but I genuinely feel like this was such a good show. That, you know, they could at least get into it for the comedy, for the legal, the short little spurts um, of it. No, exactly. I fully agree with that. And I think that's one of the things Marvel's trying to do anyway, to not make it so that people feel like, oh, I have to watch this if I want to be, you know, if I want to be caught up with the entire MCU timeline. Like, not to make them, like, feel like they should be watching these, but more like, oh, you want to watch it because it's just good, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got this next one's a tough one. Are you ready? Okay. I need to know your least favorite and your favorite (laughs) episode from season one of She-Hulk. And I say season one because I really hope we get a season two. We could talk about that in a minute. But least favorite episode, favorite episode. Okay. Least favorite to favorite. Oh, man. Oh, this is hard. Okay. I think <laughs> I think my favorite episode is episode eight. Okay. And my least favorite. Hmm. And while you're thinking about that, I'll give everyone listening. Uh, episode eight being the penultimate episode. Uh, this was the Ribbit and Rip It episode with Leapfrog. Yes. And also the introduction of Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I will just go ahead and say, while you're still thinking about your least favorite episode, 
this was by far my favorite episode of the show as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a feeling. Okay, I think least favorite might be um, episode four with the magic guy. <laughs> really? Okay. Donnie Blaze and Madison. Um, yes. Those were two amazing characters. I agree. That was definitely one of the lower ones. But I think for me, Madison and Wong's relationship actually saved yeah. that episode for me in a lot of ways. Because Madison, I didn't think I was going to like. Um, mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, she just, by the end of it, she was killing me. And I absolutely loved her. Um, I think I disliked that episode because I felt like it didn't go anywhere. Because it, okay. like, you know how the rest of the, which I get is the point, you know, the rest of the stories are like at least two episodes um, where you talk about, you know, the same thing. But this one, it was kind of just like, oh, he did this thing also, uh, bye, <laughs> in the same episode. I think that's what made me not have it so high on my, you know, list mm-hmm. of episodes or like in the tier list of episodes. But that being said, I, think, I still think it, it was an amazing episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, it was definitely one of the lower ones. I think, like I said, Madison saved it for me. Um, I also felt like it was good because we got Wong in episode three, um, mm-hmm. where they introduced him slightly. And this was sort of the continuation yeah. of his story with Jin um, versus just um, like a, a pop in. It was really like his episode, which yeah. I, which I enjoyed. Um, and that brings me to my least favorite episode, which was actually episode three. Um, oh. And the reason was, is the uh, light elf, like whole uh, saga with yeah. Dennis. Yeah. The only part out of that, that I liked was the Megan, the stallion cameo. <laughs> and like, that was absolutely hilarious. But that part of the story just kept taking me away from the uh, Blonsky trial. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that I was like, can we get back to the Blonsky stuff? Because <laughs> that that part was just so good. Um, and while we're talking about Blonsky, what a freaking treat. Um, that, that was, you know, was I loved it actually. part in the show. Yeah. So good. I, they had me going for a second there. I was like, is this guy really actually bad? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, they had me on the edge of my seat with my chicken in my hands. Like, <laughs> I was shook. I absolutely love uh, Mil Blonsky Abomination. Uh, Tim Roth did a phenomenal job coming mm-hmm. back from the original uh, Incredible Hulk movie. And he gave us, like, some amazing, like, dialogue lines. But it also led to things where Jen was calling Bruce and we get the amazing one-liner where he literally says, I was literally a different person back then. And Jin looks at the camera and, looks at and just like, and she's like, yeah, well, that's haha. And it's stuff like that, that it's like, oh my gosh, it's just so good. Um, I'm glad they didn't really make him the villain at the end. I, yeah, I kind of didn't even like that he got involved at all. But yeah. I get where he was coming from is that he he did it for the money. Um, Mm -hmm. But man, it was so good to see him back. And with the way that the show ends with Blonsky getting broken out by Wong, (laughs) we're definitely going to see him again, right? Like he's coming back. Oh, for sure. For sure. I thought it was so funny how Wong is like, yeah, I just needed a really good opponent. (laughs) And Emil was like, yeah, I'll be the opponent. Yeah, sure. You can beat me up. But it was like, (laughs) how did Wong just like decide? Like, that was my question too, is like, where did he pick up the abomination from in the sense of like, why did you think, 
Where he was he scrolling on Facebook and was just like, like they've oh got God. a superhero and villain <laughs> Facebook page and was just really? like who's the baddest of the bad and Abomination was there and he was just like let's go. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to stray too far with that, but um, with the end screen that we were just talking about with Wong busting Blonsky out, is Wong gonna face? like justice for this in the sense of like now he's a criminal he's broken him out of jail twice and this one's permanent so like yeah do you think we're gonna get something along those lines interesting because i thought about it when i was first seeing it i was like i was like emil come on now (laughs) our girl jen just got you Uh (laughs) uh-huh and then you you know you took accountability for your actions you put yourself back in prison and then you were like yeah mm, this ain't for me <laughs> bye <laughs> i i definitely agree but i, I really I, wonder what's gonna come of this well it it makes me wonder and my current theory that i'd like to go with right now is that i don't think there's gonna be any legal ramifications because someone's gonna show up and say look we can rush all this under the rug if you join our task force. Which task force is that going to be? The Thunderbolts. We've seen, not footage, we've seen poster art of the Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. including uh, your boy Bucky as part of the Thunderbolts. Yep. Which is still weird to me, but it is what <laughs> it is. So the question is... Which is still weird. <laughs> is Abomination going to be part of the Thunderbolts and they were just waiting to tell us because they didn't want to spoil that he was like, or how his mm, piece in She-Hulk yeah. ended up. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's what so I'm thinking, and I'm hoping it's the case. But that yeah. Thunderbolts group—it's a lot of people at this point. Um, yeah, it's a lot You've of got folks. a big roster <laughs> coming up. <laughs> and I think the current rumor—I don't know if it's been confirmed—but it's like that um, Harrison Ford is supposed to play uh, Thaddeus Ross because the actor passed away. Oh. I and did it was not like, hear that. I, I, it's probably just an internet rumor that I saw, but I was like, man, that would be interesting yeah. um, to get Thunderbolt Ross back. But as a, you know, a different character altogether, yeah. it'd be interesting. Um, okay. Next big question that I've got on our agenda. Fourth wall breaks. <laughs> did you like them? Did you not? Did they go too far? What did you think? I personally liked them but only because i know that she hulk is like that in the comics okay so she's like from what i understand she's one of the characters who is like notorious for doing that similar to like the way deadpool does it like you know how it's just like all those characters yep yeah like how it's just oh that's just a thing that deadpool does like it's the same with the uh, with She Hulk that it's just a thing that she does. So mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was funny. It reminded me like of The Office where they look into the camera <laughs> <laughs> like that. I just made me crack up every time she would look at us because I was like, I know, girl. <laughs> I think for me, I love fourth wall breaks. Yeah. I think they are hilarious. I love them in Deadpool. I think they pulled them off to a T in this, and I know not everybody likes them. Which I understand if you don't like them. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is all of the Twitter trolls that say, oh, Deadpool did it. She's just taking it because Deadpool did it. And I'm <laughs> if I'm 90% sure 
that the character She-Hulk broke the fourth wall of the comic book way before Deadpool did. This is originally her thing, so don't try to come at her with this um, BS because there is so many people that watch She-Hulk and apparently miss the entire point of the show. So (laughs) if you don't like fourth wall breaks, that's fine. That's an opinion that you have. That's okay. You're welcome to have that. If it's because of that Deadpool did it first, you can just go, uh, you know, go talk to a rock because I don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I... Ugh. It's just so weird that that's the <laughs> yep. hill that people die on because it's like and they are on. dying on it hard. They and are, it, yeah, the rolling down. Honestly, it. <laughs> you know that's not it. They, it's it just falls down to there are so many people on the internet and it's a sexism thing, just like yep. what the show actually covered. What and the show is literally find, talking about. <laughs> people will find a reason to justify it because they don't want to just say it's because it's a woman. But we all know deep down that is the reason. But they'll be like, no, no, it's not that. It's this reason. And it's like, stop even BSing. You're literally lying to yourself and trying to lie to me. And it's yeah. not working. And again, don't get me wrong. I want to clarify. I know I have some people uh, that are my friends that didn't like the fourth wall breaks. I get it. That's fine. But if it's just to me, if you don't like them because of, you know, like if you don't like the stupid corny jokes, fine totally fine whatever if you don't like it because deadpool did it first and then i'm then we have more to discuss or actually no less to discuss don't talk to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) plain and simple that's an easy pivot to the ending with the fourth wall break the physical fourth wall break into marvel assembled where we get kevin k E-V-I-N. Tell me what was going through your heads when you saw this beautiful little robot. Well, first of all, I was like, oh, she wants to talk to Kevin. Is Kevin Feige really about to make a cameo (laughs) in She-Hulk? But I was wrong. (laughs) You were wrong. Did you you watch it with subtitles on? I do, yeah. Okay. Because that was what spoiled it for me is when we were watching it and she was like, she said Kevin. And then they said, yeah, you can go talk to (laughs) K.E.V.I.N. I was like, "Uh, there's something going to be weird here, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on a minute. What? Yeah. Sometimes I I wish they would fix that from a um, a caption standpoint. It's like, man, you just spoiled it. Dang it. But I love watching the captions so I can catch all the little quips and because your boy cannot hear worth anything. Yeah, I was like, why are they like, why is it? Why does it look like that in the captions? But still, my brain kept saying it was going to be Kevin Feige for some reason. (laughs) I was like, that's a really weird way to spell out his name. But I guess, yeah, Kevin. (laughs) Are you happy with what they did with the whole blood plot line, like erasure or anything like that? Or did you wish that they actually went through with some of that stuff that we saw in that final scene before she broke out? I see. Cause part of me was like, Oh really? He gets the, he gets the blood. Wow. Like exactly what they were talking about in the show. I was like, Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. We've never seen this before. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, but then at the same time, I was like, I don't think I want to see him actually go through with it though. Maybe, Mm -hmm. like, a little foreshadowing that someone else had it, maybe. 
but we right. didn't know who. Like that would have been, I, I would have been okay with that. Like if we just see like a closing case and it's like the vial of her blood or whatever. Like but maybe the power broke it. Power broker has it at the end or something like that. And it's yeah, like, oh, like some crap, something like that would have been now. something yeah. like that would have been cool. Like I, I would have been okay with that if we saw that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. All in all, I I really liked the finale. So mm-hmm. there's not too much I would change about it, honestly. Got it. I I definitely agree with you. I like the finale. I like that they did the blood pot in the sense that that was sort of the thing that pushed her over the edge Mm -hmm. um, to break out of the fourth wall and to go into Marvel assembled. Um, Because without, you know, all that, I don't think she would have done that. And I think breaking the fourth wall, us getting introduced to Kevin bot, um, seeing all the things (laughs) in the background. I think that was the perfect ending for her. Um, And what I'll say, number one, did you see that Kevin bot had a little hat? I did. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so if you don't know, if you haven't seen pictures of Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige he always has always a, the classic black. He <laughs> has different designs on. He's got different ones, but black ball cap. And they beautifully integrated his like bill, the bill of his hat into the robot design. He is um, which always was wearing so freaking that cool. freaking hat. And I'm just like, I have never seen him without this hat on. <laughs> so it was unmistakable. I was like, okay, we don't get physical. Kevin Feige, but I'd know that hat anywhere. <laughs> and so that brings me to the point. There's two things that come out of this that I that I don't know if people really realize. Number one, Jen Walters did not break into our universe. She broke mm. the fourth wall into another universe in which the movies are created. Because in our universe, obviously, um, Kevin Feige is a real. There's not an AI behind it. Not yeah. only that, when she's talking to Kevin, she, or she asks, where are the X-Men? She looks at the camera and winks. So she's still in the show. So the whole, like, she broke the fourth wall within the fourth wall. So all the people are like, oh, she broke into our universe. No, that's a whole different universe. So I want to make <laughs> sure our listeners are clear that that is still a separate universe that also has the movies, which is freaking insane when you start thinking about multiverses nestled inside other universes <laughs> what is, oh that reminds me of deadpool that's like 16 walls <laughs> exactly the other point that i wanted to add on this and i love this theory who created the kevin bot if you look okay. at the footage on the walls behind him what is all the footage behind him it's well, the like mcu the movie footage right yeah where else have we seen the MCU movie footage in the MCU other than the movies themselves? Well, Loki when in the memories, we saw right? Them in Loki. Because if you remember, Loki's memories were not shown from the point of view of Loki. They were shown That's from the right. point of view of the movie. Of the So Watcher. one of the crazy <gasps> theories that I love. Well, is it Watcher or is it Kang? Mm. So the thought is that Kang he who remains is the one that is writing history and everything that goes according to his plan. Everything has the sacred timeline. Who is doing a sacred timeline? The Kevin bot. So did Kevin bot create Kang? Did Kang create Kevin bot? Is it a chicken in the egg situation? Are they related? Is miss minutes friends with Kevin? (laughs) I just don't know. Oh my God. Not her being besties. Okay. But that makes sense though, because, 
in the end, it may not seem like it, but Kevin, the Kevin bot still got what he wanted. Exactly. And that's the last point is that at the end, he specifically still introduced Scar. He got exactly what he needed to do at the end of it. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, Jen thought Hello. it was her story, but he only let her think that. He still got what he yeah. needed out of it. So I'm like, it's hmm. insane. <laughs> thoughts are being thunked. Too many thoughts, too many thunks. And <laughs> we're we're going to blow up, man. Everything's going to blow up. And I just hope that She-Hulk is there to protect us. That's all I say. <laughs> I um, that Now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, oh my gosh. That's not even 16 walls anymore. That's more than 16 walls. <laughs> Before um, we talk about Miss Minutes, I'll say if you're out there um, and you got a Twitter account, not only should you follow uh, me and Des, uh, but there is a Miss Minutes unofficial Twitter account. That is really funny. Uh, You really should go follow the Miss Minutes TVA account on Twitter. Um, Again, it's unofficial, but I think when the episode came out, she specifically commented and was like, um, Oh yeah, Kevin and I go way back. We're really good friends. And it was like, it blew up the world and like everyone was like, oh my God. But obviously it's unofficial, but it's still just like, oh man, that's so crazy. <laughs> Imagine though, if if Kevin Bot had like name dropped Miss Minutes, been like, oh yeah, she's an old flame. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely that would have been hilarious. <laughs> oh man. What did you think about the cast? Um, the actors, and then specifically, what did you think about the legal crew with Nikki, Pug, Mallory, uh, her like inner circle at work? What did you think of all of them? I think casting was perfect for this. Um, mm-hmm. I will say Jamila Jamil is not oh one gosh. of my favorite people, but okay. that being said, she did really good as Titania. <laughs> she killed it. And I don't know if you follow her on Twitter either, but she is another hilarious follow. Um, she is so in character on Twitter. It's no, insane. That's why I think that's why I think she's she was so perfect because that's as far as like what I've seen and what I've heard about her. That's just how she is. So like she is like perfect. She did really amazing as Titania, honestly. Yep. I really, I really enjoyed Titania. Um, For anybody that doesn't know from the comics, she is a very common enemy for She-Hulk. She's not a mutant or anything. She actually got her powers derived from what they call cellular augmentation through radiation. So another radiation based, uh, you know, just like Hulk and She-Hulk technically. Interesting. Um, And she, her powers are listed as superior strength, stamina, and can withstand most forms of physical damage. So that is why they sort of, especially back then, it was like for like powers wise. And so that's why she's such a common uh, enemy against um, She-Hulk. And I I loved her performance in this and everything. Um, Going back, uh, Tatiana Maslany as Mm She-Hulk, absolutely fantastic. And... All these guys talking about like not attracted to her when she's not in She-Hulk form blows my mind because like she is attractive. Like she's not even like no, because like really, what were they trying to prove with that? (laughs) Like you're trying to be quirky and different and weird. Like (laughs) what you cannot sit there and tell me that she is not stunning. (laughs) Right, exactly. And a lawyer too. So it's like, what are you even like? What are these guys looking for? I just don't understand. 
Um, Truly, like, that's oh my goodness. <laughs> she was incredible. The legal crew, Nikki, Pug, amazing. Um, I wish we got more of them. That's the part Pug that was I, so you know, funny I wish when they, we did. Uh, when they threw Pug into the, uh, <laughs> into the I Hate Women festival. Yep. And he was like, yeah, women are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I remember some of his oh, lines. Gosh. But his performance to... and his delivery was just so perfect. It was just too good. Like, he plays like that awkward, that one mm-hmm. awkward lawyer who's like, he's awkward, but he's also not awkward. You know? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> In all the like, because I've seen legal comedies before, and there's always that one person who's you're just like, man, they're so awkward, but they're not. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. That's pug. <laughs> and I, I hope if we do get a season two, we definitely get some more of them. Um, as we get some For more, sure. Nikki um, was hilarious. Law stuff, yes. Um, and there's a lot of theories going around about Nikki, um, because mm-hmm. there are multiple times where she like looks at the camera. As if she's also breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe she also has a necklace on. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it's almost like witchy. And so people are thinking oh. like, oh, is she an actual like witch? Um, is she able to tell that a Jin is breaking the fourth wall? Because um, it seems like Hulk is able to and she's able to. But it's like, oh, man, there's all this. There was a whole theory about her being Mephesto at one point. It was insane. <laughs> That's interesting because I just did like a quick Google about it. And the theory is that she's a witch working with Agatha Harkness. Yep. What? And it's like, I don't think she was there. She's not like she became friends with Jen just to like check on her. But it's more of just like a weird like yeah. placement. Um, yeah. It's probably not related. But I do love the, the thought probably that not. it's like, oh. It's a, cool, <laughs> it's a cool little thing to think about, though. Mm-hmm. Especially when we get what is it called now? The new show. It's um. It's not House of Harkness anymore, is it? It's um. Uh, Coven uh, of Chaos. Coven of Chaos. I believe so. Coven of Chaos being. It. I'm assuming we're gonna get more than one witch. I'm assuming we're yeah. gonna get a whole coven. So honestly, I kind we'll of liked House Nikki. of Harkness. <laughs> I I'm curious if it's affected but, by how they're gonna go. Like if yeah. not saying that Agatha's not gonna be the main character. But I wonder if it's focusing more on the coven and like other yeah, characters on a group in there, rather than correct. Here's than Agatha just the, and some other correct. random people, <laughs> you know. Right. Which honestly, I think I um, and we can talk. I'm excited to see that. But yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see once we. I want to put a pin in that. So once the show does come out, because I would yeah, love yeah, to yeah. revisit that and think and see if we can picture like why they changed. Uh, picture why they change. Um, yeah. The name. But anyway, back to She-Hulk, because we could start talking about Agatha and oh, go gosh. on for hours. We could be <laughs> sitting here for days. <laughs> I will uh, go ahead and say uh, Mallory um, in the comics. I think she did a really, really good job in the show. In the mm-hmm. comics, they called her the Barracuda Lawyer for how like savage she was. Mm-hmm. And she was a lot more of like a rude, intense law rival to She-Hulk yeah. in the comics. And I liked the twist on this of like, she was competitive, but not in like a rude way. I don't feel like she ever sold She-Hulk out. She even like represented yeah. her like really well. And I really liked that dynamic of like healthy competition. Um, yeah. Compared to just like cutthroat. Competitive, but not catty. Like they weren't mm-hmm. 
they weren't at each other's throats, you know, doing, you know, stuff under the table to kind of one up each other or, you know, her one up Jen. Right. Um, which I liked because I was just going to say that I did at first. I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to hate this character? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I actually really liked her because she's kind of like what most you would think a lawyer would be. But then it's like, oh, look, this person that you think is just stone faced. Has mm-hmm. has emotions <laughs> and cares about her friends a little bit, <laughs> you know. Which and that's what I was gonna say. She also had some uh, killer lines when Jin was like, "Oh, we're friends," and she was like, "Oh, basically, it was like we're not friends, we're not but like friends. N- in a nice way." But then she also like commented on Jin's clothes, like that's what you're wearing, and it was like stuff like that of like, "Oh, really?" Like digging at her, um, yeah. But then we also get the line where they're accepting like the women uh, lawyer or the lawyer, female lawyer of the year award. Um, Mm -hmm. And it was like, you always get asked questions like, what's it like being a female lawyer and stuff like that? And it was like, oh my gosh, snap, snap, snap. I think is what Pug and uh, Nikki did. And it was like, so good. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, Okay. So now I think it's time that we can dive into some Easter eggs that I've written down. Okay. Including some amazing cameos. This was one of the best cameo shows that I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. I was so like bombarded. I was like, oh my God, there's this. Th- I, I have to tell them I know this reference. <laughs> <laughs> so in episode one, we get into uh, the Sakar ship. Um, which we find out that that is actually what it was that they took Bruce and come back with Scar, which we'll mm-hmm. get into in a little bit. But like seeing that ship was like, holy crap, that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was like, because at first I forgot about it. I was like, man, that was so random. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all clicked at the end. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Bruce has been gone for a suspiciously long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and then he comes back with the sun. Hmm. Uh, and I was talking about this in the I was talking about this in the Discord um at the end where and I'll go ahead and apologize to Amanda. She was correct. I didn't think that we were gonna get Daredevil or um Hulk back in the end. And I don't think that um I think I get partial points in the sense that we really shouldn't have, but you know, Jin made it happen. At least the daredevil part, um, yeah. but I was I was honestly surprised she of how much hope that back. we got in the show. <laughs> yes, she did, and she got him back. And I hope when we get the daredevil show, which I think we're supposed to see daredevil again in Echo. Um, spoilers, yes, I guess, for that. I think but so. I believe that's already announced. And then we're supposed to see Daredevil in um, his own show, which is like a bunch of episodes. I don't remember how many, but it's like a lot of episodes. And it's like, and oh, my was, gosh. What was that one supposed to be called again? I know there was like a like a new name for it. It wasn't just. Oh, Daredevil, Daredevil Born Again. Born Again. Okay. Slated for 2024 one season, apparently. Um, hmm. So we'll you know see they'd him again. Lying, though. It's definitely going to be. If it's as successful as I think it's going to be, they're they're definitely going to, you know, at least two or three seasons, depending on the amount uh, of episodes. I, I hope so. I think I forgot. Let me see if it says how many episodes there are. Like I said, we'll get him an echo first. Um, yeah. And I'll be curious to see. I hope 
I hope that him and uh, She-Hulk actually stay a thing because I think they're a really cute couple from a law perspective and just like in general. Um, oh, they're so cute. And so I hope it's not just like uh, he's going now to sleep with Echo and like he just ends up sleeping with no. everybody. It's like I genuinely hope that he's just like him and Jen like stay in touch. And yeah. I, don't want, I don't need her to be in the Daredevil show. But like a little reference to show like, oh, we're still in touch would be like, yeah, would be perfect. If you she know what would be up, interesting? That'd be awesome. Yes. It would be me. interesting to see. Or maybe like, depending on which one we get first, right? Either uh, Daredevil or She-Hulk season two, which see, season two hasn't even been announced really, has it? No, it's not. So yeah, we would definitely, as far as I'm aware, we would be getting Daredevil season, I guess, one. Born Again would be yeah. first. I was thinking that it would be interesting to see because She-Hulk lives her life publicly. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see Correct. like the dynamic with someone who is extremely private yep. and like secretive living, you know, uh-huh. couple life I, with someone who lives their entire life like out in the open, their superhero life true. at least. Well, and it makes you wonder if they're going to, if he might take more of an upfront approach after his events in um, She-Hulk and especially maybe what happens in Echo or if he will still be sort of um, secluded um, yeah. in the show. I think he he works best when he's secluded because he can stay a lawyer and still do good things. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'll be curious to see um, because I don't think the Netflix show is going to be canon, but I don't think they're, nev- they're ever going to come out right and say yes or no on that. I think they're going to toe mm. the line um, pretty well. Um, kind of like and we'll see. it's canon if you want it to be. It's not canon if you don't want it to be type of deal. Sort of, kind of, <laughs> right. It's like they're not really going to expect you to know anything from it. But I wouldn't be surprised if we get a few Easter eggs that are like, yeah. oh, you might recognize. Like we'll get uh, Foggy and all them back. Um, I'm yeah. hoping. Oh, God, I hope so. Because you, <laughs> you would think it would be, though, because mm-hmm. of, you know, because of Hawkeye. But stranger things have happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, with... um. With while we're on the touch, start the topic of Daredevil. What did you think of his like classic red and yellow suit? Ooh, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest here. Okay, I thought it was a little bit ugly. <laughs> okay, I think I I you like are not alone was... in that. A lot of people I think agreed with you on that. I think it was comic. You know, it was accurate. It yes. looked cool, but it looked like mustard and ketchup. Sparkly ketchup and mustard. Okay, <laughs> I d- I definitely get where people are coming from with that. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I think he's I think he's probably going to have a new suit in Echo and also a new suit mm. in his own show. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we get three completely different suits. To me, yeah. this was nice because I believe that was like his original suit in the comics, and mm-hmm. he was supposed to have used the like uh the original like material from his dad's like boxing gear. So. For yeah. his intro into the MCU, I think that was such a good touch. Or his true intro. I know he was in Spider-Man, but his true intro into the yeah. MCU um, as Daredevil. Um, I think that was such a like a cool little nod of like these are down to his roots. Um and mm-hmm. uh, but I hope Jacobson Jacobson makes him like some badass um <laughs> suits that we get to see. Cause I For I sure. I love them. The red suits are awesome, but I enjoyed the red and yellow um, just yeah. from the, once you know the history, I think that to me makes it a little bit better. Yeah. I think it's interesting too, because in obviously the Netflix shows, they're never going to come out and say if they're canon or not. So in the Netflix show, 
the suit was like a whole issue. Like it got to a point of like him feeling like he didn't deserve the suit. So it's interesting Mm -hmm. to see like, oh, he just randomly has this new one. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Very true. But I don't know. I think I liked it from like a flashy perspective because you had just we had previous previously seen him in just dark colors you know hiding in the shadows and then it's like oh you're sparkly and golden (laughs) (laughs) oh i love it i love it and i love that we got a hallway fight scene too they found a way to incorporate that but then Mm -hmm. also not make it just about him it was still she hulk show which i think was the perfect mix and freaking uh he's still got it man Mm -hmm. charlie cox has still got it the charisma the action. Oh, man, I'm so excited. He's just too good. He's too good <laughs> at it. And the okay. combination of She-Hulk and him fighting, it was just chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I got a little distracted with Daredevil, of course. The other <laughs> thing from episode one from an Easter egg standpoint that I wanted to point out, when they're on the island, we got all of the like love letter items basically to Iron Man. Um, yes. And to me, it really cemented how close Tony and uh, Bruce got. And I, I felt like that was like a really big deal that like they kind of brushed over. But like it, I think if you like sit back and you really think about it of like, holy crap, like that's insane. Not only that, but then also Bruce snapped the first time in Endgame and like did the right thing but Mm -hmm. still ended up needing another snap. And it makes you wonder if like Bruce kind of blames himself just as much as, you know, some other people, but I feel like Bruce probably really blames himself for Tony's death and uh, just makes it hit that much harder knowing like they were really close. Like they probably spent like days in this lab together, you know, like doing stuff, this lab, Ultron lab everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was really nice to see. Because, you know, people have strong opinions on Tony Stark, right? But at the end of the day, we see in the movies and the shows and all this stuff that Tony never really got along with anyone very much. Mm -hmm. So, like, that he had Bruce and Bruce had him and they were close friends was just really nice to see because it kind of makes it feel like more human, you know? Like yeah. they're, no, for, they're just two bros, you know? Yeah. Two really, really smart bros. Two really smart bros. And one invented of them invented time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Had a lot of money and invented time travel. Yeah. Uh, for they're sure. Like, oh, let me just go. <laughs> they were they really <laughs> just said, let's just go figure out time travel for fun. <laughs> like yep, exactly. Um in I can't remember if it was episode two or three. But at some point, they flashed to, I think it was uh, Jen's computer or someone's computer. There were Uh news stories. And there are two specific headlines um, that I wanted to talk about. Do any of these ring a bell? Do you remember what they said? I think I remember the Eternals one of the thing. The big, the celestial in the ocean. It was basically like, why is there a giant stone man (laughs) in the ocean? Which to me... Was amazing. I'm glad that finally someone is referencing finally Eternals. Finally, someone referenced Eternals. Someone is like, showing pretend. some love to Eternals. I love it. Everyone's like, I pretend like that movie. Eternals didn't happen. Um, no, the other that one is so funny. The, the more important one to a lot of people. Okay. 
Man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Oh, what? The first reference. It's got to be, right? Like, you can't think. It's got to be a Wolverine reference. And as we've seen with the Daredevil or the um, Deadpool. I was just about to say. I was just about to say. If you haven't seen the Deadpool trailer. Or you not really much of a trailer. The teaser, there's someone I guess. that they're bringing back, and the you question is: watch is, it right is now. he? Go- <laughs> so we'll just go ahead and spoil it now. This is your chance to pause it. But Hugh Jackman's coming back for Deadpool three, which, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to be MCU canon. It's his introduction yep. in the MCU. So that means that Hugh Jackman is going to be Wolverine in the MCU, which is yes, insane. It's insane to me. I love it. I'm just like whoa. <laughs> and my dad my dad actually asked me about this. He was like, "So what does this mean? Like what like what happens now?" And I was like, "Well, nothing changes." <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine to be honest. It's like, "I don't know." <laughs> yeah. Well, from my understanding, nothing is changing because from what we know, Logan happens in 2029, right? Well, t- to me, I don't Logan is not canon with anything else from my understanding. Logan is basically its own because even in that world, I forgot what it was about the um, the mutants not having Mm. been around for a while. Basically, Logan was its own sedentary story of like, yeah, not that's not the right word, but it's its own set apart story. And the ending for Logan is how I see it. So I don't think what we're going to see here is going to lead up to Logan. I think Logan is just a phenomenon. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, Yeah. I just want to make that clear for anybody listening of like, I think this will just, I think Logan is a masterpiece and it's just on its own altogether. (laughs) No, for sure. Yeah. Logan is definitely um, not being touched by whatever is going to happen in like the next Deadpool movies, movie, whatever they're planning on doing. Cause I, I saw there's two of them. There's like the one where they announce it. And then there's one where they talk about like what it means for the MCU to be back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was basically saying like that nothing's changing, like the original story, the original, you know, what happens in Logan is not being changed. They're not amending that or anything. It's just kind of like, here's like, here's like a side quest, you know? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I agree. So this, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm really excited because I love me some Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's always yes. the, it's always the ones that are violent with random weapons that are just yep. like, oh that gets yeah, you every time. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say the other uh you know, um reference to Wolverine that we got with um Nikki jumping out from behind the wall with the three like makeup brushes in each like yes. fingers, which yes. everyone's done that as a kid, but it was like that was clearly a Wolverine reference, so it's like clearly Clearly, that's two in one show on top yeah. of the X-Men reference at the end, which wasn't even a reference, just her asking Kevin Bot of where, where are, are the X-Men? <laughs> so it's like, okay, we, they are getting us ready. We are getting the X-Men. We're, we're leading up Please, to something. hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Give it um, to me now. <laughs> there were two other Easter eggs that I, I really love that I wanted to get into. There were so many. If you want a deeper dive into each episode, uh, y'all should definitely, like we always say, go to watch the new Rockstars uh, mm-hmm. videos. They've done a, fant- a fantastic job over there. Um, Madison gave six drops of blood to a goat. 
Mephisto. That's got to be Mephisto, right? Like it's, it's got to be like the, who else something. would it be? <laughs> it's either <laughs> Mephisto or the devil or something. Like that's definitely coming back. Um and I will say, I don't know, this is just a rumor and if you don't want to hear a rumor skip about 30 seconds, maybe a minute. The current rumor is that um Mephisto is supposed to show up in the Ironheart series and that is just crazy. I love it. It's um have you heard anything about that? I saw that actually. Yes, I saw it in a Google article. Actually, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Hold on, wait a minute, what?" Yeah, because they're, ru- they're rumoring it out? to be uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. I think is yes. who the current rumor is. Um, yeah, and that that whole series is supposed to be a technology versus magic. Uh, I think the character's name is Red Hood, played by uh, Anthony Ramos. I think is his name. Um, it's the guy from one of the guys from Hamilton. Phenomenal yeah. actor. And so they think that the magic aspect would be Mephisto's dark magic, you know, uh, and it's like, if they don't give us Mephisto soon, I think the internet's going to revolt. They are, uh, this is too no, much. No, really, because they keep teasing <laughs> Mephisto and everyone keeps saying they're not teasing Mephisto. They are. They definitely they are. are. <laughs> they are. Uh, um, the last one that I love the Easter eggs was the Sokovia Accords mention. Um they Pain. were repealed. It's a sad day for Team Iron Man. <laughs> no, I I think at the end of the day, that just proves that Team Cap, not only did they win in the sense that almost everyone from Team Iron Man is dead, but then apparently they were also right. Too far. So it's like, poor Iron Man. <laughs> Every single one of them is like, because it's like Iron Man, dead. Uh, Black Widow, dead. Uh, Black <laughs> Panther at this point, because it's like, well, that's screwed up, but... Um, you got freaking War Machine is paralyzed. So it's like everybody is just like uh, Spider-Man. Uh, no one even knows he exists anymore as Peter Parker. So it's like everyone has got either dead or <laughs> the short end of the straw. That's so as a team Iron Man stand. <laughs> this is very painful for me. <laughs> I did not know you were a team Iron Man stand. I think we've talked about that. How are you going to be a team Iron Man stand when you've got Cap and Bucky on the other team? How are you going to go against your own man? Listen, like that? listen. That's Tony crazy. Stark to me. is one of my favorite characters, okay? I know it's okay. crazy. Okay. I know, but stick with me here, okay? I love Bucky. Steve was being a bad friend, and I'll okay. leave it at that. Okay. Steve was a All bad right. friend. <laughs> I got it. I, I got think it. He, I think he took it a little too far trying to beat his <laughs> friend's face in. But, okay. you know. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. But I digress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the last little bit that I've got um, were some character notes uh, because there was a lot of cameos and characters from the comics. So I had a list that I wanted to run through to give people a little bit of an idea of maybe who we saw in the show. Um, so we've already talked about Titania. Uh, there was a group, I think it was an episode, either one or two, with the Wrecking Crew, the group that had like the um, the construction equipment from Thor's people. Do you remember them? Uh, is that ringing a bell at all? I think it is. Like my, the I feel like I can picture it in take, my head. They tried to take her blood um, in the alleyway, and then she turned into Hulk, and it was the guy yeah, that yeah, showed yeah. back up at the yurt um, okay. yeah, at the yeah, yeah. retreat. Yeah. So in the comics, they're a group called the Wrecking Crew. They are a, like a pretty low-level supervillain team that goes up against uh, Daredevil and the Punisher uh, multiple times. Um, 
And they are a lot cooler looking than just these four dudes that just happen to find some Asgardian <laughs> construction tools. <laughs> but they're very like... similar with their power. <laughs> like of like one guy's got a helmet that he can like run into. One guy's got this ball and chain. One guy's got this like hammer and stuff. So it was like, it's pretty close, but it was a lot. They were a lot weaker. Um, yeah. And more of sort of a joke. Um, I'm like, not this Asgardian crowbar. <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> Um, so that was a good little nod. Uh, we also got Mr. Immortal in the episode where he has apparently been married multiple times <laughs> and just dies over and over again to get out of his marriage instead of <laughs> confronting his wives. Um, do you have any knowledge of him, where he came from? Honestly, no, I, okay. I have, I hadn't heard of him at all. So I okay. was like, man, this guy is just... <laughs> A real piece of work. Jeez. So, I've definitely heard the name, but I didn't really do know too much about him. So I did a little research. He was the leader of what were called the Great Lake Avengers. Um, oh. It was founders include Mr. Immortal um, with his powers, basically cannot die. Uh, dinosaur, which was this pink dinosaur <laughs> lady no. that could like fly. She could soar. Um, had like strength and like had like claws and stuff. You have no. Doorman. Doorman. Doorman had the power to basically, I believe his powers where he could stretch his body and create portals that people could walk through in his like, like through his body, like uh, as if he was opening up a door to another area. And I believe he ended up pulling his power from like the dark dimension. So there's that whole oh. storyline. But I still thought that was interesting. You got Flatman. Which was basically a knockoff version of uh, Mr. Fantastic, except he couldn't stretch as far as Mr. Fantastic could. Then, my least favorite of all of them was uh, Big Bertha. (laughs) With the name Big Bertha, her powers were that she could basically have super strength and uh, invulnerability to most attacks by creating body mass. So she became, she basically, like, she was uh, morbidly obese. And when she became morbidly obese is when she had superpowers. And it was, oh. it's such a weird, like, character from such a huh. weird time of almost, <laughs> like, this whole group of uh, Great Lake Avengers. I was like, man, I can see why they didn't really um, go anywhere in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The All other I have people, to say for that is, wow, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. The one note that I will say, there are a couple other people that have joined the Great Lake Avengers at some point. The biggest one that I do want to notice, well, first off, you've got Deadpool at some point joins them for a couple of adventures. A guy named Grasshopper, which has like these robotic legs that he can jump like a grasshopper. The other recruit that's probably the most famous in today's world is Squirrel Girl. <laughs> she was a part of the Great Lake Avengers at one point, so... If they're bringing in Mr. Immortal, where is the Squirrel Girl show? Please give me a Squirrel Girl show. Squirrel That's what I need girl. in my life. Try saying that five times fast. <laughs> squirrel Girl, 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 Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll be fun to edit later. Um, oh, sorry gosh. if that hurt your ears. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other characters that we got into. We got this is where we get into the all of the people that were at Mill's place, um, mm-hmm. Abominations Retreat. We got Manbull who was originally hired to kidnap people for experiments. Uh, he was yeah. actually, he he went up against Daredevil uh, at one point, and then through an experimental injection, uh, <laughs> turned him into half man, half bull, 
and he is a pretty common lowly daredevil villain which is interesting that we got um because i'm gonna list a couple here that are pretty <laughs> commonly fighting uh daredevil so i actually you know really like that interesting um, we've got el Aguila which is almost a Robin Hood figure. He stole from thieves um, and actually gave it to the poor. So he was almost like a good guy, but also he still wasn't giving the money back who, to who, who it belonged to. So it's not, not great. That. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, and then they talked about it a little bit in the show, but he had the electrostatic just discharges with the bioelectricity and he could oh, basically yeah. shoot it at people, which would actually like have the power to kill people, which was pretty insane. Oh, oh God. Um, and I will note that technically he's a mutant. So again, oh. he's another mutant that they've introduced into the MCU. They didn't come out and say it like they did with uh, Miss Marvel. But yeah. it, if you're looking in the back end, technically he's a mutant. Um, hmm. We got the last two are Porcupine and Saracen. Saracen being a member of the vampire sect. Um, the question is, number one, do we see him again in like Blade? Or is he really just a one and done thing? Hmm. I, so I thought his character was interesting because when I heard we've got a vampire, I was like, a vampire, what? you say? Hmm. <laughs> interesting. I know a vampire that is in the MCU. Yep. Hmm. And not to dive too, too into it, but I love the question of apparently a lot of the vampires pulled their power from the Darkhold. So when the Darkhold oh. was destroyed, the thought is potentially that a lot of them lost their powers. And so that could potentially be the plot of the Blade film is yeah. that, you know, there's a greater evil that got released and the vampire, like, like Blade, Blade needs some help. Us, you set some of us free, but at what cost? Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, did he, is he, so now he's just, you know, not a, he thinks he's a vampire because he lost his powers or something like that. I, I think that's such a cool little thing. It's probably not ever going to play out, but it's such a cool like little thing of like, maybe, um, the other one that I listed was Porcupine. Uh, he was a military suit designer. Uh, they rejected his suit. Uh, they didn't want to pay him for it. So, of course, mm -hmm. he turned that suit into being a criminal. It shoots quills, flames, chemicals, and paralysis pellets out of his suit like a porcupine would shoot. Um, and I will say he has fought. <laughs> I looked at the list of who he's fought from a superhero. He's fought uh -huh. like everybody from Captain oh. America to Iron Man to Ant-Man, Yellow Jacket, and even Moon Knight. So like Porcupine has been around the block a couple times, which is insane to just get oh. like a little reference like that in this show. <laughs> That's actually hilarious. What? He's probably like, man, these random people with different suits have been fighting me my whole life. I can never catch a break. Freaking <laughs> I just want to wear my suit and mind my business. <laughs> uh, yes. And it's cool because it's like I said, they're getting into such small like B, C, D tier characters. But when you actually look into them, they're like, they're really cool. And so that's why I wanted to include some of them here. So um, the last one that I've got, well, the last two, the last one of them is Leapfrog. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely insane. They reference his father in the show. Um, his yeah. father in the comics is Vincent, who is actually Leapfrog in the comics. And his son, Eugene, who was in the show, uh, takes the suit and becomes Frogman. So it was a little bit of a deviation uh, that Eugene was Leapfrog instead of Frogman here. 
Um, but it was still like such a good little, I loved his character. He was so stupid. The lily pad was, but it was such a good (laughs) moment to bring in daredevil and just such a great episode altogether. Yeah. I really, at first I was like, Oh my God, this character is so annoying. But like (laughs) it, it brought like, cause you can't just like every single character. Uh So there has to be like at least one where I'm like, man, I cannot wait till he's gone. (laughs) But I, I think but that's it was also funny. good because like, while it was like he, he was wasn't there. a villain. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't like, oh, wow, I want him gone because he's killing all my favorite people, you know? I just want him gone because he's cringe. <laughs> See, I loved him because he was cringe of like, <laughs> he's the villain, but it's like, he doesn't even, he thinks he's a superhero. And he's yeah. just, he gives me almost like um, early uh, syndrome from Incredibles yes. of just yes. like, or he's like, I'm going to help. And I was like, our credit. Uh, and I was like, just go home, buddy. You don't just have powers. Home. You've just got rocket boots. Just go home, buddy. It was so dumb. Leapfrog will be back as Frogman in uh, something bad. <laughs> I think it was giving me very much like college kid discovers like superpowers or something like that. It was that's what it was. That's what it felt like to me. I was like, oh, this is exactly what would happen if like a college kid discovered well, so- like rocket boots or something like i agree it's that mixed with daddy's money yes it's it's the mix of the two that i think and i think the actor did such a good job of playing that just idiocracy executed it perfectly because it really gave me that it was like uh, like trust fund kid discovers (laughs) discovers super suits (laughs) plus you've got jet powered boots and you've got she hulk like talking to him and you just hear daredevil in the background just like beating dudes down and i just absolutely <laughs> loved it and it was like wait is there is he a is he a lawyer no nah, he's just really likes like law shows and he's just really good <laughs> in the law shows i was like so freaking good the law like use in the show was just so yes. good especially in that one episode so okay this is the one that everyone in the discord was asking about that i want mm-hmm. to give it scar son of hulk mm-hmm I'll give you a chance. Do you know anything about Scar, Son of Hulk? Because I've got a lot here. Um, and before I dive too deep, so I'll give you a chance. Is that what do you know about Scar besides his nasty ass haircut? <laughs> no, because they really did him dirty with that hair. Like so why? dirty, so dirty. But I'll be honest, I do not know pretty much anything about Hulk's okay. son. <laughs> got it. Okay. Well, then here we go. All right. So there was a storyline where the Illuminati, which we've been introduced to, sends Hulk to Sakaar, sort of banishes him. He falls in love with this being. I don't really want to say too much about the his mom um, because that's sort of a, there's a whole thing about that and that potentially could happen. And I don't really want to get too far into spoilers with that. But basically, um, she gets pregnant. The ship that originally got sent um, blows up killing uh hulk's wife so hulk obviously is mad so what does he do he turns around and comes back to earth that is where we get a storyline called world war world war hulk what happens here hulk being as mad as he is basically goes on a killing fighting spree where hulk fights and kills black bolt he fights the illuminati Multiple waves of X-Men, Iron Man, 
Hercules, oh. the New oh Avengers, the Mighty Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the U.S. Army, and <laughs> so on and so forth. Before I can't even remember exactly what stops him, but basically, like everybody, he was fighting. He turned New York into like a fighting ring, like they have on Sakaar at one point. <laughs> Wait, that is so random. What? So he so, accidentally slayed? <laughs> like, <laughs> so. That was basically how that <laughs> happened. So that's what a lot of people, that's where we sort of got the World War Hulk-esque on actual, uh, in Ragnarok, where they've got the fighting ring. Um, mm-hmm. Where Scar comes into this, so after the mom dies, basically her body forms this like cocoon and oh. Scar is born as like a teenager out of it and he like grows rapidly. Um, he interacts with the Silver Surfer and Galactus at some point on the planet of Sakaar. But right before Galactus like eats the planet, uh, Scar leaves the planet. Um, and his goal is to come to Earth and kill Hulk because he's pissed off that he was abandoned as a child. And he blames him for like his mother's death and all that. Um, so, hmm. but then I think Scar gets to Earth after Banner is like not Hulk anymore. Um, and Scar is pissed off because he's like, you're not my dad. Like, I don't want to kill you. I want to kill like the Hulk. Um, so there's this whole thing. So obviously that's not really what they're doing, but it's a weird, but interesting introduction. Um, obviously that's, you know, he had Scar while he was on Sakaar. The time moves differently there. So we don't really know how long Hulk was there and Bruce can't really tell us because he wasn't in control. Um, but obviously it was long enough that he had a kid with somebody, but Mm -hmm. what are his powers, whether he's actually just the Hulk powers or if he has some of his other comic book mother related Mm. powers, um, or if it's just going to be an angsty teen mad at my dad drama, you know, I don't know, but I, I'm excited to see. I love uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Um, Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Very interesting. (laughs) Wow. I, what? (laughs) That is not what I thought you were going to say. I'm telling you, I need to go back and read it because I probably, people are, (laughs) if you read that storyline, you're probably like, oh, he didn't even tell it right. I tried my best to summarize it. It, It's a lot, man. It was so much. I was like, this is insane. No wonder people like loved it because it gave people, it seems like a chance to watch the Hulk be as strong as he could be. Um, Yeah, because we, I mean, we get the, you know, Hulk smash, but like we never get like, (laughs) Hulk killed bajillions of people. Yeah. (laughs) You know? It was like, I don't, I don't remember who all he killed. I remember reading specifically that he did kill Black Bolt um, on the moon, I think is what he said. It was like fought him on the moon. (laughs) Apparently that's like the, um, some of the Illuminati's like headquarters or uh, I don't know. Anyway, but I don't think he killed all the heroes. I think he he fought Black Bolt on the moon with Captain America. (laughs) It's freaking insane. So it's, who knows what happened, but obviously Hulk is not in charge. You know, unless in the yeah. movies that comes back out and then we get who knows what we're going to get. So I'm excited to see. I think we're going to get a Hulk movie now that the Sony yeah. rights are up. Now that we can actually get a Hulk movie. I hope we do. Um, I'm just really I don't know where they're going to let go it go. It. Yes, <laughs> they need to just give it to Marvel, please. We're begging <laughs> like just, well, if, and I, just I think it let is. Let them do <laughs> let Marvel do the right thing with these properties. I think from, I think from a Hulk perspective, the contract is up in a way that they are now allowed to. He's always been able here recently to be in movies. That's how he was always in the Avengers and no problem. But, but never like now a solo. They, 
Correct. I think now that the there's legal mumbo jumbo that stopped him from having a solo movie. And I think that is now expired. Either it is expired or is about to expire at the end of the year. If I remember reading correctly. So there's potential we get a Hulk movie and maybe they're waiting to announce it until that contract is up. Um, yeah. So could you imagine so. us getting uh, could you imagine us getting a one shot of Jen doing the legal proceedings <laughs> for this? That would be hilarious. What? That would be. I just yes. That would. Oh gosh. <laughs> that <laughs> would actually the, be. She's like, I'm talking to you, Sony. Yes. No. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't turn away. I'm talking to you, Sony. No. I'm looking at you, viewers. <laughs> you get to watch me do this. Like, oh my god, that would be so hilarious. Oh. <laughs> uh, I just. She's representing Kevin Feige. Like Kevin's just sitting there, like in his ball cap, just like twiddling his thumbs, twiddling and she's just like, thumbs. "Let's go." Oh man. All right. I think that is about all that I had from an Easter egg. Again, this was a lot. Hopefully y'all are still with us. We didn't bounce around too much. Uh, we, I apologize if we did. Um, anything else you want to add before we get into the rankings? It's our first time back. We got a little hyped. (laughs) It is. And it's nine episodes. It's a lot. It's a lot more to talk about than even those, you know, shorter episodes. There was a lot going on. A lot of cameos, a lot lot of Easter eggs. So there was a lot we missed. So, um, but is there anything else you want to talk about before we dive into the rankings? I think I think I've got my rankings. Honestly, I think I'm good. All right, then I will let you go first. Dive into All it. All right. So it might have changed because I, I did this after thinking about it a little bit more. Okay. So it might have not, but it might have. But obviously, at the top, we've got WandaVision. Oh, okay. That's changed. All right. Interesting. I like it though. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier has been demoted. Okay. (laughs) And then we've got She-Hulk. I've got She-Hulk as number three. And then I have Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Loki, and What If. So some of them have flipped a little bit. Okay. What about Miss Marvel? You forgot Miss Marvel. I did forget Miss Marvel. That is right. <laughs> I would probably put it after Hawkeye, though. Okay, I think so. Yeah, you have a you have a little bit of change, but that's still relatively um, okay. It's you know not my favorite ranking, but it's a ranking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, what I go with is I've still got Hawkeye and Loki um, at my top tier. I think Hawkeye is still. I think Hawkeye just hit at the perfect moment. Um, again, not mm-hmm. the greatest show, but it hit at the perfect moment last year from a um, Christmas perspective. And it also had some really good cameos, which I absolutely adored. Um, And that Echo episode was so freaking good, but we don't have time to go back into that. (laughs) Um, Loki was phenomenal. Then I've got Miss Marvel because I absolutely Mm -hmm. loved uh, the end of that show. This is where I put She-Hulk in as number four. Um, Moon Knight as number five. Um, And if the ending had been a little stronger, it would definitely be higher. WandaVision uh, is number six. Again, WandaVision, great show. The ending had been better, and they haven't given us a boner joke uh, for um, (laughs) freaking uh, Evan Peters. I would have been probably number one or two, but that soured me in a way that I can never forgive them. Um, (laughs) What if uh, at number, what is that, seven? And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier at number eight, where it belongs. <laughs> huh. I'm just messing. Again, no. all of these I would watch again because I yeah, love no. every single one of them. 
My ranking is weird because it changes like pretty much on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. If, I'll be honest. Like tomorrow you could ask me what's your favorite show <laughs> and I'll be like Hawkeye. I don't know. Because it's just sometimes the messages and the episodes and certain lines just get to me, you know? Yep. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. The, not, it's hard because they're all so good. <laughs> so, it's yes. like, how do you 100%. rank a bunch of shows that are, like, in your mind, they're, like, all at the top, you know? And they're all related, but at the end of the day, they're different in the sense yeah. of, like, they're not going to, for the same thing. Like, this show was the most different out of all of them besides, like, What If? You know, yeah. it's like, how do you really rank this against Loki? When Loki, yeah. even though it was funny had a lot more of a MCU world bending versus, you know, She-Hulk was just introducing a character and it was really comedic. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, we try our best for the people. It's hard, but mm-hmm. it's a task that we're willing to take. Oh, <laughs> show. Okay. Um, to give everyone a little bit of a heads up, um, these next couple of weeks, there's a lot going on. We've got, uh, if you haven't seen Werewolf by Night yet, you should definitely go watch it. It's only an hour. Um, we're still, Des is going to watch that soon and we're going to try to record an episode, a shorter episode, definitely not this long, um, for that, uh, hopefully here in the coming weeks, we've also got black Panther that comes out in, uh, several weeks as well. Uh, not to date this podcast, but, um, so hopefully we'll be seeing that and you'll see an episode come out. So just make sure to please follow the feed, uh, wherever you want to listen to it. Um, all those descriptions, you know, check the descriptions for everything, but, um, the feed will hopefully notify you when our new episode comes out. Um, and I think that's pretty much it and go out there and watch trailers because there are (laughs) so many trailers out there for Ant-Man and for the holiday special for guardians, um, and go play Marvel snap on your Android or mobile or iPhone device, because that game is addictive AF. (laughs) I think you said you downloaded it, right? I did. I'm about to, as soon as we, you know, I'm about to get into this because now I'm like, it's just been staring at me on my phone. I'm itching to play it. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't know, that's a card game. Absolutely easy way to lose hours of your life. Um, I'll. We need to make a channel in the Discord for people to uh, show us some of their beautiful teams. So anyway, if that is all you've got, um, if you want to really? say anything else before we intro or outro us out of here. Just, it was really good to be back. Can't wait to get back into the swing of things. So, I might have sounded a little bit all over the place. I'm getting back into it, (laughs) but I'm excited. I'm hyped. I love Marvel. Yep. (laughs) And again, that's what we—that's what we do this for. We do it so that you and I can geek out for you know an hour. Talk about yep. shows that we love. You know, if no one listens to it, that's fine. We're enjoying ourselves. And so hopefully you all enjoyed it too. Um, if there's anything we missed of like, I can't believe you didn't talk about this. Definitely let us know. Um, so thank you all so much for listening to the episode. Uh, feel free to join our discord to all th- talk all things Marvel. That link should be in the episode description below. Now go out there and remember, don't just be a hero. Be the weeniest hero. <laughs> <laughs>